This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, host of the podcast. Um, producing the podcast as well. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios in the Tech Center here. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we won't make uh, this thing longer than 30 minutes, we promise you. Um, it's never shorter than about 20. We call it just the right time, like a little lunchtime special. Um, Thanks for being with us, though. Uh, subscribe to the podcast anywhere podcasts can be heard. We mention it every single day, but I bet you there's people every single day who stumble upon us. And, um, you know, again, thanks for being here. We're the Broncos Blitz podcast. Uh, two dudes who work in radio in Denver here. But like every other dude here who does a podcast, not from... Uh, Colorado who went to Syracuse or from the East Coast or Chicago, like all these guys we have here at the station even. Uh, we're two Denver dudes, so, um, you know, it's different with us. It feels different. Um, we're not uh, – I'm definitely no cheese dick, love my Broncos no matter what uh, type of fan, and you're not either. You're holding no. a um, – you've had a boycott against the Rockies going strong for a year, and you haven't broke. No, no. And, you're like Gandhi. And the Rockies are one of my favorite teams. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're a baseball guy, but, you know, you're been standing true. I appreciate yeah, that about you. Yeah, and, you know, at the end of the day, if your teams aren't, you know, satisfying you and if they're not getting the job done, then, you know, you're the fan. You're the consumer. No uh, doubt about it's it. It's your choice. Well, also, I t- maybe what's even worse sometimes, um, I tell people like the Rockies, I have little kids, lots of them, and my son is eight. Uh, we love to go to the ballpark we love to go to games um it's like an experience to be down there so you know go we, we don't we, we we've still done that a lot but like i can't tell my eight-year-old this but like i'll tell a grown man like you know don't take not take your kid to a game but you don't emotionally invest you know maybe keep you know you maybe don't buy all the new gear this year you know maybe get you a hat mm-hmm. and uh, call it good but you know i mean whose jersey you gonna get uh, you guys got any Tapia jerseys? Oh, no, you've never made any before or seen one before? Oh, okay. Who's Tapia? What? Yeah. Um, what? They're like, what, a tilapia? No, the restaurant's down over here. I'm like, what? No, forget it. Um, but, yeah, man, so um, tied into the Broncos here. These Broncos have made me recommit emotionally. I'm emotionally reinvested, fully invested in this team right now. It feels good. It feels like this one here. Do you know what it felt like? I mentioned it today. I'm surprised we haven't really thought of this, but saying this before. These first three games felt in a weird way like extended preseason. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like we knew we were what, you know, we saw these things coming. Um, it did work itself out. There's something to living up to the expectations. It's hard to do. But it's like really, truly the start of the season for the Broncos, as cheesy as that sounds. It all starts this weekend for the Broncos. It's just really true. The Ravens are going to give us such a true test of um, um, where we're at as a franchise. If we're able to compete with a upper echelon AFC team, uh, maybe borderline elite. I kind of think they're down this year. Um, I thought that last year, too, and they went in a pretty incredible run and got themselves back in position to be a threat to, you know, win a Super Bowl, win the AFC. So I am uh, can't wait for this game, but also I want to soak it in and enjoy it um, as well, being 3-0. Uh, the buildup and the lead-up, all that kind of stuff was great. Um, 
We went to the game last week, my son and I. He's eight. It's hard to go to games when they're freaking freezing. Um, also, we were, like, sitting on the east stands there, right in the sun, roast, roast. The seats <laughs> are hot. Everything's hot about it. You just suck it up and you cheer. and you Because when you, you flip it around, um, those seats are great to have the sun on you when it's freezing out in mm-hmm. the wintertime. And if you're covered, your freaking ass is shivering. You know, it's just really cold. But that's what it is. So um, we went to the game. Had the full experience. It was the first time in a couple years. You forget about, like, for one, um, just the game day experience. You're right there, like, on top of the field. You realize, like, damn, this is a little field. You know, you go to, like, a high school fields or, like, um, you go to the Valley when you're out at training camp. It's, like, three fields, you know? It's, like, right. fields big. Going into um, empowerment, it's just the field and the stadium on top. If I felt like I was right there on top of Teddy, I was like, Teddy, check out of this. Okay, No. Okay, yeah, good audible. Let's go, Teddy. I felt like I was into the game. I felt like you could hear me, you know? And um, so, like the Broncos, I want to I, I wanna be like Vance and say, we're back, you know, we're, we're, baby. But we beat the Ravens. This team really, really would be back. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right. You know, you said you're starting to recommit to this Broncos team now after – Five years of horrible play, you know, it turned a lot of fans off. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of fans in town are doing the same thing. They're starting to emotionally invest back into this team, and rightfully so. And if you beat this Ravens team, then the then oh, the Broncos and, and the Broncos well, country is gonna it's gonna amplify tenfold. Yeah. I They're got gonna, the right word too. You're right about that. Not only will Broncos country be on fire, and we know it that great, you know what? It's I mean, Broncos country for again when the Broncos just win that week, it's like, oh man, you know, it's it's the the sun's a little brighter. Okay, it feels a little warmer on your skin. Um, but when the Broncos are on top, I mean, like winning games, like we're you know one of the best teams in the league. I mean, that Peyton Manning era for me was like the greatest era to ever you know be alive in. And I was in high school, you know, when the Broncos ninety seven ninety eight. I'm probably so far away from it now. You don't realize. I remember. <laughs> The Broncos won the Super Bowl in 1997, right? Right. We're at a house party. They win the Super Bowl. People, I remember, like, going outside. Everyone went outside. You know at the beginning of the movie, Independence Day? Right. Where, like, Will Smith's, like, uh, with Tyra Banks, and they wake up, and he's got to, like, prepare for the day, and he make his coffee, and he's got the little boy, and he's running around, and um, he goes, walks outside, and gets the newspaper, and he's holding his coffee. Okay, and he looks down the street one way, and all the neighbors are outside. And he looks down the street the other side, and all the neighbors like are standing outside. And he finally like looks up, and there's a giant spaceship there. Okay, and you're <laughs> probably like, "What are you talking about?" Well, when the Broncos won the Super Bowl in 1997, like they finally really won the Super Bowl. People like went outside of their houses and looked at the neighbors, like this really happened. We can't believe this because from you know people imagine again uh, people from who were in at the beginning. You know, old folks who remember the 60s and the 70s and Craig Morton and the Orange Crush falling short all through the 80s when they were so close, Jake. So close. You wanted it so bad for the Broncos. And the the NFC had won like 13 straight Super Bowls in a row to finally, again, like those early, the the 90s there, um, early 90s had like an Elway injury, uh, another one or two good teams, a lot of like, where is this thing going? In 1995, they draft Tommy. Maddox 
to replace John Elway, Ooh. and then uh, Pat Bowen's not having that. They can Dan Reeves and move Tommy Maddox, and uh, you know recommit to John Elway, and then the re- you know Mike Shanahan. Shanahan comes in and the rest is kind of history. That's a long time. Those are decades and decades, Jake. I'm telling you of like the people who had the payoff, the pain and suffering, the shortcomings, all the Super Bowl runs that fell short. Um, I remember like we people came outside and were like, we're looking at each other like, we can't believe this happened. Is this real life? Like the kid at the dentist, remember that? Right. Is this real life? Um, so... Uh, I don't know where we're going with that exactly. I don't know how to tie it back in other than it feels good to be a winner. If the Broncos w- uh, pull this thing off, they're going to become national darlings because what do people care about now nationally? A couple things. Fantasy football and gambling real money. Now yes. gambling. And um, the Broncos will be 4-0 against the spread. They'll have probably made a few bucks for some guys at the time. And moving forward, they're going to be a great bet uh, for another five or six weeks um, as um, people still continue to underestimate them. You beat the Ravens, all, then we're th- no doubt about it. We think we're beating the Steelers, right? Right, no doubt. No doubt. We lose to the Ravens, then we're like, eh, that Steelers game is going to be a tough one. But right now, we go handle the Ravens. 20-24-20 20, uh, 20 Broncos win. That next week, we're like, Steelers, they're not better than the Ravens. We need to beat the Ravens, right? Right. Type of stuff? Absolutely. You know, right off the bat, if you go to 4-0 and, and you're riding hot, then going into the Steelers and the Raiders and the Browns, you're thinking you can beat anybody. At that you know, point, at, you at are. that point, you're you're so hot that yeah. that your shit don't stink. Yes, you know? and you become kind of a monster at that yeah. point. You know, a monster has then been created, and you know that's it. Um, we were uh, crunching some numbers. Let's run those numbers. And four and O teams. Yeah. How often do they make? Well, the I playoffs? asked you, Jake. I said because we've done two and O, we've done three and O. And there's been a jump from 2-0 teams make the playoffs 62% of the time. Yes. 3-0 teams make the playoffs 72% of the time-ish. And I asked Jake, oh, oh, Mr. Smart Guy Jake, hey, um, um, look at the big brain on Jake. Why don't you tell me uh, a 4-0 teams what percentage? And you go, 82%. And I go, yeah, right. Let me look. Crunched them. Boop, beep, boop, doop. And it turned out. 82.4% of the time, Jake, you nailed it. Circle gets the square. Um, yeah. 82% of the time, four no teams make the playoffs. Again, Kyle Orton led mm. the Denver Broncos, led behind Josh McDaniels, and they were cheating to 6-0. and Okay, it and we were nothing. cheating. They did not go to the playoffs. They finished the season 8-8, eight and eight, um, and almost I'll never forget it. I was a reporter at the time, a young one, doing a little bit of radio at the time, not like this kind of lifestyle, not the full-on, full-fledged Howard Stern lifestyle I live today. But, uh, man, it was cr- the McDaniels era was a crazy one, man. 6-0. and oh. McDaniels is running yeah. around the field high-fiving after they beat New England. And it's like, uh, what is going on here? What, you know? Is this, the, is this real life again? Is this the greatest thing ever? And then they go two and six down the stretch. Actually, worse than two and they go two and eight down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missed the awful. playoffs and the rest is kind of history as as we know. But um, four and oh this time around would definitely mean a playoff berth. No doubt about that, right? Yeah, it, it just feels different with this. Uh, Vic Fangio led team and and Teddy Bridgewater being this this leader uh, and and this pillar for this Broncos squad. You know all these guys are leaning on him for his, his leadership 
and you know not turning the ball over. It just it would have a much different feel than that six and zero team with Kyle Orton. Um, and, and looking at the remainder of the schedule, the Broncos, if they beat the Ravens and the Steelers, you know let, let's forget about the Steelers. But if they get past the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Then they have a great opportunity here to to do something special, and, and even maybe, just maybe, win the division. Oh, oh um, you're right. It's not going to get easier for the Chiefs. I think the rest of the league and the division has not has almost kind of caught up with the Chiefs. Definitely close the gap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think you can catch up with the Chiefs. They're still very, very special. But I think we've closed the gap. They're, They're in the hole. They, they put themselves in a hole. And this head start the Broncos have is a great one. The, see, the, the schedule actually plays out. You get this tough stretch now where you go 2-2. Two and two, You're 6-2. and two. You're freaking 6-2. and two. You played some real teams, and the season's halfway over. And then... You still haven't played the Eagles, who are a poop team, the poop Lions, the Bengals, who I think will come back down to earth. You okay. like the Bengals, and I do too. I like their pieces, but I, you got to show me. They got a tough division. Yeah. And there's one more team I'm leaving. Oh, Washington. Washington looks down this who, year. Who again? That'll be what well, we have to beat them, uh, seventeen to sixteen. You know, we would beat Washington, but I would be okay with that. And again, I just gave you four more wins. Say they go three and one, we were just six and two. That's nine wins. That's not including in two, two Chargers games split. That's a 10th win. That's not including the Chiefs, which you beat them. They fall to the Chiefs twice. You still got a 10th win, and then you have the Raiders at the end of the season, too. Potentially gets you to 11 wins. This is, you know, crazy. Again, it's like I got myself all excited here, okay? Uh, if I stand up right now, I'm afraid I'll poke someone's eye out here in the <laughs> studio, okay? I'm a little excited. But this is like the season from um, – the f- from last season, the foundation being laid to the move for Teddy to the team really kind of growing, maturing a little bit. Lots and lots of young pieces that weren't ready l- uh, last year that um, are now ready to compete this year. Moreover, uh, led by a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who they have the ultimate belief in. When you're going into fights with Teddy, you believe you can win the fight type of stuff. Um, I love it. I love what's happening. I'm fired up about it. Um, the schedule and the way that things are playing out for the Broncos seems to almost be perfect for the end goal of competing for the division and making a playoff berth, winning 10 games. Jake, this is great stuff, right? Yeah, it, you can't beat it. The Broncos have, haven't had a, a this good of a start in years. And, you know, this is a prime opportunity for the Broncos to win back the hearts of the fans that they've lost over the past five years regionally and, and here in Denver as well. Okay, let's call it halftime right now. You good with that? Absolutely. Um, real quick, let's recap. It's a Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. I'm at TweetsDanny on Twitter. Uh, Jake, where are you at on Twitter? I'm at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. Okay, uh, we do a radio show every day in Denver from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on 98.1 FM in Denver. But it's milehighsports.com as well, where you could wa- go to the bottom of milehighsports.com. You could watch us like a little TV show. We do that every day. Um, and you could get a podcast version of our radio show as well if you like the podcast and you'll love the radio show. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, hit this podcast up. 
Um, subscribe to it. Listen to it every single day. This season's going to come and go pretty quick. Let us be a part of like um, what we hope is like a brilliant journey, which ends with a, a playoff berth and a run to the AFC Championship. Again, this sounds kind of crazy stuff, but make the playoffs, win a playoff game. Um, damn, imagine that. I mean, imagine that, uh, young talent, extremely young talent, Teddy Bridgewater, only 29 years old still as well. And that's still within, like, in the mindset of Aaron Rodgers will be out there type of stuff. That's, I haven't forgotten that. I'm not going to forget that. And I still take Aaron Rodgers over Teddy right now. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, you know I like Teddy. But um, I just think um, the Broncos have a chance to do something special this season. You can't can't speak on what's going to happen next year. Um, this season is here. They're three and zero. They have a chance to straight up legit be six and two, and that's kind of now being realistic with what will happen over the next four games. Um, that's what it is. But you want to bet the Broncos? You want to bet um, that Jaguars and uh, Bengals game tonight, Thursday night football? Well, you better do it on DraftKings. Okay, I mean, you better be doing it on DraftKings because, for one, they're hooking up with this promo right now for you newbies. This is for you new guys, okay? First off, they're uh, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, okay? So that's, again, that's like, it's who the NFL's working with. That's who the NFL bets with, okay? Um, so you probably should, too. Right now, new customers can bet $1 in any NFL game this week, okay? And get $100 in free bets if either team scores just one point. So there's like, what's the catch? Sounds uh, like there's what's the okay? What kind of what do you got up your sleeve then? Nothing. Uh, log on, deposit ten bucks, bet a dollar. You're gonna get a hundred dollars in free bets to go do whatever you want with. I mean, tw- I turned twenty five dollar uh, bets into six hundred dollar uh, parlay cash outs before. It's hard. I've only done it a handful of times in my life. Jake and I are trying to do that stuff all the time. Uh, but do you know what? There's luckier guys than you and I, Jake. Mm-hmm. Jake and I grind. We're looking at the numbers. We're really like, we're sportos, bro. So we're like trying to figure it out. Some guys are just kind of like, oh, I like this for this reason. And it ends up hitting. Some guys are just lucky. Be lucky on DraftKings, okay? Um, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Just bet $1 in any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. I like where we went with that. Um, So far... I mean, that's a pretty complete show. We could wrap it here, but we're not going to because you're not going to be here tomorrow. Right. Um, you, you're strictly business on um, Fridays, and um, we could only afford you for four days a week of the podcast, not the full five. Yeah, so. I'm going to need an extra thousand. Yeah, you know, I mean, for, like, for that extra day. I mean, like, you know, I'm trying to get a sponsor lined up to take care of that. You know, if you want to do a pro bono or something, I totally understand that. Uh, no, you're hard work. You got a lot of stuff going on. So we need your. Um, Give me a prediction for the game. Uh, the total, obviously. How you see this thing playing out. Um, difference maker, offense, and defense. Do that kind of stuff for us, Jake, and then we will call it a podcast for the day. All right. So, score. 21. Broncos. Ravens. 17. So, I got the Broncos winning. I got the under. Total's 44. Yep, I got ish. the under. Uh, so... Um, I like that. I like that. Um, 
for an offensive 21, difference maker. How does the points happen? So I'm going to say that... Uh, what happens in the first quarter of the game? First quarter, you see uh, a short field because of a uh, an errant pass by Lamar Jackson. Mm. Pressure's coming. Pressure's coming off the edge. And, and That'd Lamar, be great, tone setter. Lamar throws a pick early. Um, let's say um, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller gets a pick. Ooh. And it's a short field for the Broncos. And then the... And Teddy gets seven out of short fields. Teddy gets an easy touchdown to Noah Fant. Ooh. Noah Fant gets the first touchdown of the ball game. Okay. And the Broncos are rolling. And then another uh, uh, three and out by the Ravens right after that. Mm. Broncos take a, a quick ten. Uh, uh, actually, no, the Broncos, uh, after that, you know, they they, they, they struggle, you know, f- okay. for the rest of the first quarter. Okay. Um, second quarter comes, um, the Ravens, they bounce back. They, they take a lead. It'll be uh, two touchdowns for the Ravens Shit, no. in the second quarter. Uh, but the second half. So it's 14 to 7? 14 7, okay. halftime. So the Ravens on top. What a game. Third quarter starts. Then the Broncos' defense tightens up Let's and they go. force another Let's turnover. Let's go. Strip sack Von Miller. And We're now, talking about that. Someone is talking about that. Now they have another short field. And Teddy Bridgewater. Gets another touchdown Let's pass. Go. This one goes to Cortland Sutton. Bingo. So there's 14-14. That's what I'm talking about. Early touchdown like they've been doing um, to start the third quarter? Right. Yep. That would be something. So they t- That's hard to do. They set the tone at the, be- the, the, the first half and the second half. Um, right after that, the Ravens take the lead right back. Justin Tucker with, with the field three. goal. And uh, Third quarter still? Third quarter. 17-14 what at the game. end of the third quarter. And then for the rest of the fourth quarter, it's a slugfest, a defensive slugfest until the final drive of the game. Broncos down 14-17. Teddy with the opportunity. And he marches the Broncos right down the field. And Melvin Gordon caps it off for the game-winning touchdown. Broncos 21, Ravens 17. What a game. That would be a great game. That would be a great game. Um, Offensive district make, difference maker. Well, I'm, go, I'm going with Teddy. No, the Broncos are gonna dom- aren't going to dominate all the action like they did against these three teams, and dominate like the line of scrimmage against like they did these three loser teams. So, um, it's going to come down to probably two or three guys making two or three plays, extra, and right. that's just the difference. Who's gonna make a you know who's gonna be a playmaker for the Broncos, and um, who they're gonna not let be a playmaker for the Ravens? This is gonna be a great game. I think I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. Just Danny Bailey will be in for Jake Meyer. Um, he's not as cool as Jake, but you know, no big deal. <laughs> Still a cool guy. <laughs> he listens to the podcast too. So be like, uh, Danny. Why did you fucking say that? About <laughs> that was like really cold blood. Do you really believe that? I'm like, no, man. It's for radio. It's show business. You got a problem? Hey, bro? it ain't show friends. It's, it's show, show business. business. Okay. So thanks for being with us. Uh, hit me and Jake up on Twitter. He's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. Check out the show we do every single day at MileHighSports.com. Mile High Sports Radio here in Denver. Um, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Listen to it everywhere you can find podcasts. We're growing every single day. We're doing it because of you guys. And we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.